We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 63 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I am managing editor at Pixelkin.org. And the mother of a four-year-old, I am joined by fellow mom and publisher of Pixelkin, Linda Brenneman. Hi there. And editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming and the father of three, Stephen Dutzman. Hi, everybody. Is it time to play WoW yet? No? <laughs> I, I got to do that later, right? I can, I, later yeah. I can do that? Okay. Yeah, that's cool. How's that going, by the way? Um, yo, that game's really different than it was seven years ago. Um, <laughs> Is it? Yo, uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna so say... I'm so nostalgic. Um, it's beyond nostalgia. Uh, I, I'm gonna be writing about it a lot, so I'll save... I'm not gonna go on for too long, but, um... They made a lot of, if you are a lapsed player and you've been like, man, I'd like to go back, but like, man, it was a drag plan then because there were all these quality of life issues. Like the, the free trial is free. Come in, try it because they have changed a lot of things that make playing the game casually, uh, which is what I am trying to do more friendly. Um, you know, ah. completing quests is easier. For example, historically, if you needed to kill eight of one thing and nine of another, and there were other people in the same area, you kind of had to share the mobs. And if they killed one, you didn't yeah. get credit for it unless you were in a party. That is no longer the case. As long as you are of the same faction and you are in the same area, even if you're not partied up, you get credit for their kills, which that's been around for a while, apparently. I missed that. That was like a little minor thing. But that's huge because you yeah. can just kind of go about your business and just kind of help people out without having to party with them, which is which to me always feels like an intrusion. Whereas I can just hang out with this ran I hung out with this random guy for like twenty minutes finishing quests yesterday and we were never partied. I never said anything to him. We were just kinda going crazy. Um it's I mean, other than that it's wow. Um yeah. I'm enjoying yeah. myself. It really does feel like coming home, which is what I expected. And I know that sounds mm -hmm. kind of hyperbolic, but I spent a lot of time playing that game and the first time I returned to Ironforge, which is the Dwarven capital, in my kind of second coming to the game, it really did, like, there, it, it was a, the complex emotions, I described it as going, it's like revisiting your high school 20 years later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All yeah. This, everybody's different, but you know all the halls and you have memories everywhere. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's the best kind of multiplayer gaming, you know? You can play with somebody and not ever talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> I can get down with that. <laughs> yeah, me too. It is fun. <laughs> it is fun. Um, all right, so before we jump into other stuff, I just want to say, Wonder Woman trailer, OMG. Whoa. You haven't seen this thing. You need to go on YouTube and look at it. So they released a new trailer during San Diego Comic-Con, there were a bunch of trailers for a bunch of movies get released for Comic-Con. But this Wonder Woman one, pretty mm. freaking cool. It was all right. I clicked oh, on your Steven. Facebook. I'm just kidding. It was amazing. I can't wait for that <laughs> yeah. movie. I cannot wait for that movie. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, I clicked on your Facebook link and watched it right away. And, yeah. oh, I was so glad you posted that. I had so much fun watching that. Yeah. I can't wait yeah. for the movie. It looks good. Yeah, it was awesome. I watched it multiple times. 
because uh, I first saw it on my PC, and then, you know, I'm like, I want to see what this looks like on my, like, big, large TV. So I watched it downstairs on my Xbox. I just, I don't know. I probably watched it more than is healthy, but I'm super <laughs> excited about <laughs> this movie, and it, I have to wait till next summer. That's the only depressing yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I have a question. Was yeah. that her in the Batman versus Superman movie? Yes. I just yes, watched correct. that. And I, I didn't thought, I didn't see that movie, but I'm pretty sure that's her. Steven, did you yeah. see it? I didn't see it, she but no, that's absolutely the same that. Wonder Woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I've heard people say that the Wonder Woman segment was the best part of that movie. Oh, by a few far. people have said that to yeah. me. It's, it's not you hard to imagine. Tell what was <laughs> yeah, you couldn't really tell what was going on in the entire rest of the movie. It's like somehow at the very end when she came in, it started to make a little bit of sense. So yeah, I would I would say that's true. Wow. The, I think that, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Nicole. I don't want to interrupt you. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think Batman and Superman. There was an article I read. I think it was on Polygon or IO9 or something like that. That Batman versus Superman especially now that we know what's happening with Wonder Woman and Justice League, is an example of movies that are so busy setting up sequels they forget to be good. Mm. Yeah, and I would I, say that's true. It really feels like they were trying to give us just enough of Gal Gadot. I really, I can't imagine, because Gal Gadot's the actress is playing her. I yeah. Now that I've seen it, I cannot imagine that she is not the the premier piece of the DC Universe, because she is Wonder Woman, like, in real mm-hmm. life. I think she's all, the equivalent of, like, Robert Downey Jr. is legitimately Tony Stark. Um, right, I yeah. think she is Wonder Woman. Um, she's like, and that scene, Nicole, This you've, you've seen this thing an unhealthy number of times. I've seen it a lot, too. Yes. The scene where he says, <laughs> I'm not going to let you do this, and then it yeah. pauses, and then she comes back, and she says um, something to the effect of, what I do is not up to you. Thank you. See, I told you, I've watched Which, it a lot. <laughs> well, good. But I, I remember the message that she delivered. I just didn't know the exact words. Yeah. What I find interesting is she could have said, go ahead and stop me or anything like that, right? Which implied mm. that there was some kind of conflict and she was in some way like inviting that. But mm. the way she phrased that basically made him completely irrelevant. And yeah. I loved that because it's freaking Wonder Woman and he's just a dude. Like, come on. Like, when he said, I can't let you do that, I was like, what are you talking about? What are you going to do, bro? You're going to hit her with a bus? No. Like, yeah. Like, well, I, mean, I mean, it does It does take place quite a few years in the past where men had very different notions of what women could and couldn't I get do. That. Oh, I totally get that, and I understand, but I'm guessing at some point that that, that, that happened. Maybe that happens early on in the movie, and he doesn't really get it, mm. but like, this freaking Wonder Woman here, man. Like she's gonna, she could yeah. punch a tank into space. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, so yeah. So I, many I things about that trailer were so awesome. Like, and I really liked the sort of the sound going from like the from the plane shooting the other planes to them firing the guns at her with the shield. Uh, but probably, perhaps, my most favorite thing is that the lasso glows. That's so freaking awesome that the lasso glows. Yeah. It was like, wow. That was cool. Yeah. Is it possible that they went with like a dull muted tone? Like it feels like the dull muted like period piece military, you know, like movie like lighting. It, it almost feels like that was done to intentionally accentuate the bright yeah. colors of her lasso. Like they said, you know what? We don't want it to yeah. be garish and 
silly. So why don't we make it yeah. look kind of normal now? And yeah. then we'll just make everything else darker. It feels like that was almost yeah. done intentionally. Like that was on a whiteboard in the beginning. Like we're going to try and make it so that the bo- the the lasso doesn't look dumb. Yeah. I mean, it looked great. I'm yeah. not a huge, I, I don't know a lot about Wonder Woman. And this is what's so cool, right? Like this, I, I don't know her origin story. So I finally get mm-hmm. to go, because I don't, they've never shown it. I know Batman's, because I've seen it 50,000 times. I finally get to right. go into a superhero movie for like an A-list superhero. And I have no idea what's going to happen. And that's awesome. There's a lot of people that are going to be like that. This is going to be a whole new awakening for Wonder Woman. I hope it's the same as like it was for Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it'll be very cool. I know vaguely about her origin story. And I don't know if this is the origin story, but there's definitely... A uh, uh, military, I think it's World War Two in in the comics that that she deals with Nazis or somewhat. Um, but I asked my husband for my anniversary present. They have these Wonder Woman chronicles that are like all of the old comics uh, collected. There's like three volumes of them. So, so yeah, I'm hoping. Oh, nice! That would be cool. I've always loved Wonder Woman. I just didn't read the comics. So, but now yeah. I will. Yeah. Um, fun. Yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, video games. So those happened. Lots, lots of <laughs> Nintendo news has happened, uh, in the last week. Lots, lots of Nintendo news. Um, the biggest is that their Eurogamer has the story. They said that their sources have said that the Nintendo NX is going to be a portable device. It's like going to be like a tablet type screen with two controllers hooked up on the side of it. I mean, everybody's guessing like what this is actually going to look like. No one knows for sure. Eurogamer, they had a pretty, I think, I, don't, I mean, obviously we don't know if it's accurate because we don't know what the thing looks like yet. But they had, uh, they have a drawing in their story that looks quite plausible um, to me. But, uh, so Stephen was cheering. I knew you guys listening at home that Stephen was cheering when I was uh, talking about it being a portable device. So, I don't know. Okay. I, I'm in an I don't know. Steven obviously is very happy. Steven, go, go. Just go. Just go? All right. So <laughs> Just go. Here's what I think it's going to look like. I think it's going to look like a PlayStation Vita with okay. a dock. Yeah. And you're going to take your PlayStation Vita that's going to say Nintendo on the side, and you're going to jam it into that dock, and that dock is going to have plugs for controllers. And the idea is you're going to be able to, you're going to, be able to take games on the road with you, Come home, put it in the dock, play them on your television. Um, mm. I think that is huh. awesome. Um, people say, you know, mobile gaming is dead. The reality is mobile gaming is not dead. It's just that it's divided. Um, yeah. And sure, there is competition between traditional handheld gaming, like 3DS games, mm-hmm. and say your iPad or your phone. However, yeah. um, there is no competition. I mean, the Vita was left to die. We know that. Um, yes. Unless you live on Vita Island. Shout out to Colin and Greg. But, like, if unless you live on Vita Island and are, like, one of, like, the four people that own one, um, <laughs> the, you know, it was left to die. And, yeah. I mean, it's being supported by, like, NIS and, like, Atlas. And, like, it's a JRPG yeah. machine. So, um, the idea of Nintendo putting out a thing that lets them... Um, capitalize on and combine their mo- their handheld and home markets is genius for two reasons. One, it gives them the opportunity to refresh both pieces of hardware at once. Meaning, if you have a 3DS, 
you're not going to be able to buy a new 3DS. You're going to have to buy something else, like maybe an NX. If you have a Wii U and you want a new Nintendo, you have to buy an NX. So that means the install base for when they went from PS3 to PS4, there was this massive install base that just had to refer- that had to move forward. Mm-hmm. If you combine the Wii U and the 3DS install bases, they're still not the same as the PS3, but it is still huge. If they can keep mm-hmm. the price comp- um, from getting completely out of control, um, mm-hmm. like, for example, selling the dock and the hardware separately, um, oh, like maybe geez. doing a... Did you read that somewhere? No. Did you read that somewhere? Or that's a speculation. That's totally speculation, but, I mean, okay. why not? I mean, they could absolutely sell the one thing on its own. And sell the mm-hmm. other things separate and sell them in a bundle. And I would imagine that those things like the controllers and the dock would cost money. So you could sell it cheaper if you're not selling it with the dock and all that stuff. And then if you bundle it mm-hmm. together, you cut off 50 bucks or whatever. I, I don't see any reason why that would be an issue. Um, mm-hmm. the, so that's one reason why I think it would be a great idea. They get to refresh two consoles at once, which is unprecedented for Nintendo. Um, and they've been doing a lot of unprecedented stuff recently. Um, and yeah. number two, if you, everybody complains that there's no games on the Wii U and there's no games on the 3DS or sometimes they like alternate years. Um, and I said this on Facebook in response. I think it might have even been on your thread. Um, or maybe in the, if, yeah, I don't even know. I said it somewhere. Um, but if you look at the combined release calendar for the Wii U and the 3DS together, it's actually pretty, that is, there are more first party games coming out than say, the PlayStation 4, and if it's powerful enough to grab in third parties too, then why wouldn't they do it? Um, they have a lot of first party studios or second party studios that make their games. If they were all making games for the same console, I mean, they could have a, if you take them all out, they could have a new, a new, um, exclusive every other month. That's a yeah. beast. I mean, that brings up, you know, something that I was going to talk about, which is third party support. Uh, you know, you're talking about PS4, or Xbox One not having a lot of first party, but they have pretty much the guaranteed third party support from anybody Clearly. who makes games. Uh, so Wii U basically didn't have any third party support. Obviously, a little bit, but not really anything significant. And so I'm just wondering what the what the development style is going to be for this and if it's going to be kind of alienating third-party developers like the Wii U was. So, I mean, it'll see. It depends on how the thing controls. Like, if it's got regular controllers, then maybe it, that's not a big deal and they can just port it. But if it's, like, touchscreen combined with controller or whatever, then they're going to run into the same problem that they have run into with third parties. Yeah, I don't think that they're... I. I this is going to sound, this is pure speculation. I do not believe they're stupid enough to do that again. <laughs> because if you think about it, they already stepped away from it. When was the, what was the last motion game they made on the Wii U? Um, I don't know, but I would say they, they stepped away from it, not just on the Wii U, but with the Wii exactly. in general. So we know they're not so. going to, we know that motion is not going to be a absolute primary goal because it's because motion has moved on they have moved on from motion um so yeah i wasn't really referring to motion i'm referring to the combination of a touchscreen and a controller sure you got yeah the, the, like the two things that have to be controlled at the same time and that was why third parties didn't do anything for the wii u except for like something that was exclusively for the wii u and not on the other consoles sure so 
yeah. So I'm just curious, you know, if that's that's the way that this is going to be, or if it's going to just be a regular console that developers can make their games oh, for, that, like the same way that they can do Xbox One and PS4. That's not going to happen. They're going to do some wacky yeah, I know. bullshit. I mean, pardon my language, <laughs> well, but I mean, it's Well, first of all, Nintendo. the wacky bullshit that's going to keep that from happening is the cartridges. You cannot get the space. The cartridges don't have the space for the size of games <laughs> that you get on a PS4 uh, or an Xbox One. Well, just, I, I mean, are we sure about that? I mean, I'm pretty sure about right, so that. How big? There are games that will not fit on one Blu-ray for Xbox One and PS4. There are games that will not. There are games fit that are coming on multiple Blu-ray. Blu-rays. Hmm. Well, which one? Or lots. Um. Actually, like how big is I don't the Witcher? Remember exactly. I'm gonna. I don't know how big the Witcher is. I like I. I just know that uh, this is going to sound terrible. I read that somewhere. Actually, I think my husband may have told me that too. But we don't buy physical. Um, games anymore, so I have no idea which ones have what discs or how many discs or whatever. It's all digital. Um, but like I said, we ran out of space on our Xbox One pretty quickly. Had to get a 5 terabyte hard drive, so that means they're pretty big. Um, um, that's re- I'm, yeah. I'm looking right now. The Witcher 3 um, was... Okay, so The Witcher 3 was 22 gigs and yeah. GTA was 60. Yeah. Hmm. So, 60 gigs is... That's a lot. Yeah. That's like... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like... What is it? Like, I don't know. It's not... So, standard Xbox Ones have 500 gigs, and you're at 60 for one game? Yeah, that's a lot. I... That's a lot. I, I don't disagree, but they don't necessarily have to put it... I mean, they could absolutely put most of it on a cartridge and have you download the other portion if it's something insane. I mean, yeah. they have some options. I mean, at the end of the day, a cartridge is just an SD card, right? So, um, yeah. so like a 128 gigabyte SD card right now is, and that's 128, which they w- would need is like $40, but that's marked up like crazy. Mm. I'm sure it doesn't cost nearly that much to make. Um, mm. I mean, if you're, it, it, and let's say it's half that is, you know what I mean? I, yeah. They, they, I don't know the cartridges really screw, like, screw everything up. You're right, though. I mean, they're never getting GTA on there, but I don't know that they care. I think they just need to get enough. You know? Mm. If they're big enough to, like, get mm-hmm. Call of Duty and the next Assassin's Creed, like, they may not get, like, the giant games on cartridges, but is, maybe if they're close enough to get halfway there, that might be enough. Or, yeah. or maybe not, and it'll yeah. fail. Uh, who knows? Right. I'm still going to own it. So. Um. yeah so the Eurogamer piece and actually a few of the other pieces I've talked about um, and this is even a little too technical for me but the graphics card or the graphics processor that they're going to be using seems to suggest that once again they're not going after sort of the high end graphics like the uh, Xbox One and Playstation 4 that they're sort of kind of being like that's not our thing we're not going to compete there so, so I mean, that's that's another thing, too, about the third-party games is, like, do we want our game that runs super well, but on this, you know, stronger processor, do we want to move it to the NX with the, you know, lower-level processor? It's going to take a lot of uh, kind of downscaling of of everything, and then you don't know if you're going to get the right the good frame rate that you would get on a more powerful processor. Mm-hmm. Clearly, that's an so issue. So that's a concern yeah. too. Yeah, 
Has there been much speculation about the price? You guys, do you know that? Mm, no. Yeah. If it, if it costs it. less, it might be just another thing that people buy, I guess, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's been their that's their that's their blue ocean strategy, right? Like we'll let everybody we'll yeah. let them fight it out and we'll do our thing. And the blue ocean strategy did not work terribly well for them during the Wii U, Xbox 360 and PS3 mm-hmm. era. However, mm-hmm. um I think the, I mean, they could go all number of ways. The if they make a machine that is powerful enough that it will run all the indie games and they aggressively court those guys and they are able to do um like maximize their own first party and second party support by only having one console <coughs> i don't think that they'll need it i mean mm-hmm. they 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 might not need the third they, they might not need assassins creed they could, or you know call of duty or battlefield they might just kind of chill out and just grab all the high the high end indies and just hang out yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's always been, you know, sort of a thing with the Nintendo is do they really need third party because they have so much great first party stuff and say so that's definitely a valid argument. Um so so obviously we're gonna know more about that soon. September they're supposed to be revealing all of the details. Oh th- that's what and then Euro it comes out said? next year. September? That's what Eurogamer said. Oh, yeah, September. September? Yeah. But the the problem with that one is it means that pre orders at GameStop don't open until September. <laughs> and I really yeah. want them to... I, I wish they would just let me pre-order it now. <laughs> just yeah. so that I could start paying it down. <laughs> right. They can't do that till they, you know, reveal the price. And they may still be debating the price at this point. Oh, yeah, probably. So, yeah. I bet you it'll be I'm worth more than 100 bucks, though. You know? Like, let me pay right. him 100 bucks. I mean- <laughs> you know? I mean, maybe don't let me pay in full, because that'd be weird. But, you know, let me put $100 down. Let me just give you $100 so I know I'm part of the way there. Yeah. <laughs> you are a funny uh, man. <laughs> uh, nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's NX. Uh Send us in uh, your thoughts on the NX. I'd love to love to hear that. It's hello at pixelkin.org. So uh, more Nintendo news. So the Pokemon Go Plus has been delayed to September. It was supposed to originally be coming out basically now. Um, and the, the Go Plus is the little device that you can wear that will tell you when there are Pokemon near you. So you don't have to be staring at your phone the whole time. So that's, I don't know. know, It seems like it's pretty limited in functionality because you can only throw Pokeballs with this device at Pokemon that you've caught before. Right. Isn't that odd? I, I was like, wow, I don't know. Well, it it probably gives you a guaranteed catch is kind of what I'm thinking. So, yeah. So possibly that's why you can't, get any new yeah. ones i mean so you i don't can know how get... many pe- yeah i don't know how many people are going to use it anyhow i mean i had no plans to purchase it that's for sure we're getting one uh, but i guess if what we're, are you gonna own one, we're getting one of course i am i'm gonna get one in fact i'm gonna i'm gonna buy two and uh probably gonna give one away um oh because why not okay. um but i they're they're super dumb but it's it's a po- it's a nintendo pokemon <laughs> thing i mean how do you not you know it's it's, it's of course gonna be stupid but <laughs> even if I never use it, I get to go to like packs with it on my lapel. Everybody will know. 
I'm a Pokemon. You know? Yes. Yeah. Or they can be like, look at that guy, that sucker. That sucker did <laughs> to buying one of these ridiculous things. Yep. Because I'm totally going to be at PAX and the only guy that got suckered into buying some kind of stupid gaming thing. There's going to be all kinds of people. Yeah. Nobody's going to be in a glass house there. Nope. No yes, glass houses at PAX. Nope. Nope, nope, that, nope. that doesn't keep people from judging. That's oh, all. Well, I that's, have true. To say. that's true. That's true. I mean, but you've seen me. I'm kind of yeah. immune to judgment. I mean, <laughs> I'm used to it. Yeah, I think yeah. you say on every every episode of this podcast since you've started that you LARP. I do. I think it's been every yeah. single one. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a it is a significant part of my gaming cred. That I dress up like an elf and pretend to be somebody else every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. I'm impressed with that. <laughs> I'm just saying, we got a LARP in Seattle. There is a chapter of my game. I will come out there. You guys can come play. I would do um, it. That Nicole yeah. just got <laughs> super excited. She was like, "Nope, I'm a mom. I'm gonna I'm gonna I gotta <laughs> take care of the kid that day." Nicole. Yeah. Nicole no, and not- I. Are- we're, we're going to dress up like Wonder Woman, you and me, Nicole. We'll, we'll be there. Oh, except it's probably not permissible, right? We probably have to dress up as something that your eh. game cares about. Eh. <laughs> if it, uh, I think it would be fine. I think we'd be fine. We'd manage. We'd manage. Okay. they just think you were really yeah. confused. That's what we would do. We'd pretend like you were really confused. Why are you both dressed yeah. the same? This is so weird. We would be very confused. Yeah, yeah. That's like for Halloween um, last year in our neighborhood. There was there were a bunch of maybe it wasn't Halloween. uh, uh, Our house is on a cul-de-sac, so lots of times there are kids out in the in the street. They're playing, and like they were playing, I don't know who knows. uh, With like um, there was like an army kid with like a machine gun, and then there was another kid with a sword. And then there was another kid with the, uh, I forget what it's called now, the sword thing from Halo that the Arbiter uses. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, totally mixing every single property here. So, That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't make fun of you for LARPing because my husband, he doesn't get dressed up and put on elf ears, but he does do games and has done games like that. Now he does one over Skype with his friends from Chicago. Cool. Yeah, so you can't make fun of me because you chose that. No. <laughs> you, you're just stuck with me, you know, because I'm here. Um, and, you know, and, and for some reason, Linda likes me, so she makes you keep me around. But, like, your husband, you literally chose him. Yes. Yes. You choo choo choosed him. As and it I were. knew, and I choosed him, yeah. And, and I know, knew that he did this for. I married him, so. Um, there you but, go. but there was never no dressing up. I'll throw that out there. No, Listen, it, it, wait, wouldn't have mattered. Have, it wouldn't have mattered anyhow. You, you guys have seen the pictures of my costuming. My costuming is pretty rad. With the, it's have really you seen good. It? Have you seen my yeah, costume? It's my profile picture on the Facebook. Um, it is a very. Yeah. It's, a, it's actually somewhat slimming, which I need. Um, you know, the black and green. If I really yeah. wanted to, I could look like reptile. Only like way more fat. <laughs> wow. It's just whatever. Okay. <laughs> it's just what I do. Well, I mean, they make reptile into like you've seen reptile in the Mortal Kombat games. They make him out to be very svelte because he's a lizard. I'm very clearly not svelte. Yes. That's all right. 
I own it. I'm, a, but I'm not. But that's the thing, right? Like I'm not like a thin and frail waif-like elf. I'm definitely a lot like Legolas. You know, mm. I'm not like you know, yeah. I mean, if for nothing else, you know, my wife is upstairs. She, she she'll hear me say that and be like, "Of course you're not Orlando Bloom." I know I'm not Orlando Bloom, but um, uh, but who is really? Uh, Legolas was the angel of death, but um, you know, but I mean, not all elves are the same. We're all there's di- there's variety. Yeah, I'm kind of dwarf like for an elf, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um, so in more Nintendo, okay. you so use video games. sort of businessy. Yeah, well, a video game business. I don't know how many people are really interested in that, but I find it fascinating. So, <laughs> this is so funny to me, investors. Oh, investors, they're, they're such sheep. So, we talked about uh, a couple weeks ago when Pokemon Go just launched about how much the valuation of Nintendo had gone up because of that launch. But it turns out all of these investors did not realize <laughs> that Nintendo does not actually own this product but it's the pokemon company and niantic own the product now nintendo has a stake in the pokemon company but all those profits that are coming from pokemon go are basically going back into the pokemon company so um they've been really they've been trying to tell people look this is this is not going to affect our bottom line and they just you know they keep reiterating it and finally People got the message, and because of that, <laughs> their share price took a huge dip, 17% in the Japanese market. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Investors. It's just, it's amazing to me, because it's like, if you're going to throw your money at something, and without doing your homework as to, like, whether or not what the, this hype is true, it's, I don't know, that baffles me. Uh- with, with that said, to play the devil's advocate here, if you're going to throw your money at something, yeah. is it not an okay idea to throw your money at something that has just gotten like like millions upon millions of impressions of free advertising? Because everybody that didn't invest still thinks that it's a that Pokemon is a Nintendo game and has two more Pokemon yeah. games and two more mobile games and a new console coming out within the next six to eight months. Like, it's not. Like, they're not going to, I don't think that their stock is going to normalize lower than where it was before. They're going to, it's going to normalize because that was an aberration. But I, I Mm. still think, I don't think that it was a bad get. I mean, the reality is people bought, some people bought really high and lost on it because they were stupid. But I still think, I, I still think it's a net positive. Nintendo got a lot out of the success of Pokemon Go. It may not be impacting their bottom line, like from a financial figures. All those people are thinking about Nintendo games now, and so when yeah. Nintendo releases a like Animal Crossing or Fire Emblem, I will guarantee that some mainstream press outlet that doesn't understand is going to say, "And as a follow up to their hit Pokemon Go, blah," <laughs> and then it's going to get shared on the internet by everybody that's not us, like the gaming yeah. press, and. Half the soccer moms are going to buy it anyway for their kids, and they, oh, it's it's like Pokemon Go. It's another thing, and bam. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. But, you know that Polygon article that we were talking about, Nicole, seems to suggest that it's really the console that has the effect on their bottom line. Mm. So since the Wii U sales have flattened out, yeah, they're um, 
yeah, they're kind of hurting. Yeah, and, yeah. This this leads into the other story that that you know we have right. parents talk about, which is their they they've posted a really big quarterly loss um, for the last quarter. Actually, let's see here. Uh, again, the story is on Polygon. They have a reporter who I guess must be really familiar with financial documents because I look at those things and I'm like, I I don't know. Um, but anyhow. According to this guy on Polygon, that they lost uh, the equivalent of 35 billion yen uh, in the last um, quarter. And quarters are uh, three months, obviously. That's a lot mm-hmm. of money to lose. But, um, but yeah, so sales of the Wii U obviously going down. I mean, everybody expects that. Like, no one's going to buy a Wii U at this point when they know that the NX is coming. Uh, and then 3DS sales are going down, too. So obviously, I think that too, like people aren't jumping into 3DS because they're waiting to see what the NX looks like, which is, turns out to be a very good thing to do because, you know, if this thing, this thing is going to be portable, then it's basically going to make the 3DS obsolete. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, obviously though, Nintendo has lots, lots of money. They can, they can afford to, uh, to have a few bad quarters, it's not going to yeah, hurt them. They don't care. So they don't care. <laughs> I mean, they reported this stuff. They don't care. I mean, they're like, eh, we got some mobile games coming out later on this year. Yeah, we got a we got a console coming. I mean, they just they just don't care. They don't. It's just not. Yeah. I mean, and I can't, I can't because number one, I mean, what's the point of stressing about it? They can't do anything. They're kind of locked into their calendars. They just don't care, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I don't know if I'd be investing in their stock right now, though. I, I want to wait and see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Do you trade heavily on the Tokyo stock market, though, Linda? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have some international stock funds, Stephen. As a oh, matter wow. of fact, I, that wasn't yeah. that was not intended to be a serious question. That was more <laughs> so. Never that was mind. a serious answer. Whoops! I just got too serious. Oh man, that was meant to be a joke. I know. I was good about to to be there too. I'm like, Linda probably knows about this a little bit more. I'm not questioning <laughs> her knowledge. I was just like, but does it? I mean, but maybe holding off. But like, I don't know. Were you uh, were you planning on it before this? Like, does this stifle plans or is this all hypothetical? I'm just curious because I was never going to invest in Nintendo, even if truthful. I, you know. You know, just because yeah. like it's a because console manufacturing is super fickle. Like I'd be worried about you know. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I can. It's it, yeah. right now. It's cheap for me to say that Nintendo doesn't care. But like, <laughs> I would probably be stressing. But I worry about everything. Like I freak out about overcooking my bagels. So like, billion dollar companies. <laughs> like I I there's a reason that my company is very small. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, we won't be giving any more, any stock advice on this show oh, hey, anymore. Forget I, I said that. I did not realize that I was going to be, I, I I, mean, I knew you knew. I just didn't know that you knew about, like, you were rolling with the Tokyo stuff. I mean, that's no, cool. No, no. That's, because that's, that's baller. Oh, man. Yeah, right. It's, I don't know. All I know is it's good to have a balanced diet. That's all I know. Yes. That is okay, reasonable. moving on. Moving on, <laughs> out of the stock exchange uh, advice hour. That could be a new segment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so we actually got through the Nintendo news a little quicker than I than I expected. I, just, I, I was think trying I expected to control myself. Stephen to ramble more. About I tried to NX. control myself because I've <laughs> I've been timing myself while listening back to the episodes, and I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to be good. <laughs> Um, All right. So another thing that actually just got, I think it was posted today, GameSpot has a, a video, gameplay video of an entire game of Elder Scrolls Legends. Elder Scrolls Legends, the collectible card game set in the Elder Scrolls universe. Collectible hmm. card games, obviously very big right now because everybody's making them, thanks to Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. What is, I forget the guy's name. He's going to like totally jump on me for mispronouncing that again. Um, <laughs> anyhow, <laughs> uh, did you watch this gameplay, uh, Steven? I did very briefly. I didn't watch the whole thing because my reception, because uh, I was trying to watch it during my lunch break at work and it just didn't work. Oh. Uh, my reception is terrible. So I got like three frames in and it said bye. It, I like the interface. I think the interface is very neat. Um, and mm. considering it has lanes and stuff like that, you'd think that it would be a lot more crowded and, and, uh, you know, kind of scratchy. It's like kind of weird, mm. like just like a, uh, like a crappy rug, but it really looks really good. Um, I think it's not going to unseat Hearthstone. I guess the question becomes mm. whether or not that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it looked, um, it looked, it looked, you know, pretty clean too. It doesn't really, it didn't feel like it had as much of a sort of, I don't know, I consider Hearthstone a little like kind of silly, goofy, more of a fun type vibe, oh, where totally. this just seemed very serious oh, to me. absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the lane thing is interesting, but it seems to me like that's the only thing that is really sort of different. And obviously, Hearthstone is my only frame of reference, and so I don't know how similar Hearthstone is to Magic or whatever. Very. Very, very okay. obnoxiously so similar. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that it, that that difference is huge, actually, because mm-hmm. of the different. Because number one, it opens a whole bunch of different design space for mm-hmm. creatures that maybe interact with different lanes, or spells that interact with different lanes, or you know, and it uh, it opens up a bunch of different combat and, and strategy situations. So that by itself, I really dig. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, it makes it a little bit more. The, the big difference between Hearthstone and Magic is that in Magic you are attacking, right? But mm-hmm. I am attacking you, and you may choose to block with your creatures, but I can't say that thing needs to die unless I have an ability. Like, I can't attack it with one of my creatures. Whereas in Hearthstone, mm-hmm. if you've got four dudes and I've got five dudes, you can strategically attack my guys with your guys to wipe my board and leave some of your guys alive or, you know, kind of wrap mm. the board and kill everything, etc. So, yeah. um, whereas in Magic, it's if I have a bunch of weenies and you swing in with one big fatty guy, number one, I can likely only block him with one dude, you know? Like, mm. I'm limited to what I... No, I can block with more, but, like, I'm limited to... I could let it all go through. And you can't choose mm. to attack my guys for the most part, which is a huge difference. Um, mm. So, here... If you know, so, it it does differentiate itself a little bit. I, I, we're gonna have to see. Mm. I, I like the tonal difference though. Hearthstone is mm. absolutely goofy. It's it's World of Warcraft themed, so that is a goofy place. You know, I was walking around mm-hmm. like I found a pet that was left shark <laughs> in World of Warcraft. Like literally, left shark is in my inventory, and so <laughs> like it's so like, it's not a. 
it, it, like it's a goofy game, and so Hearthstone kind of follows yeah. along with that. I think there's mm. there's space for a serious game. I guess the real mm. question is: so this game's going to come out? Is it going to survive? I, I, it's going to make its own money, whatever. It's the Elder Scrolls. What happens when Star Wars comes out? Because right. that's the real question. Are are they going to get out there and try and get like? Are they going to push to market and try and be established so that they've got like a core base of players? Before Star Wars yeah. comes out, because Star Wars could compete with Hearthstone by nature of the fact that it's yes. the Star Wars brand, because that thing is just devastating. So that's my real question. Not what's going to happen now. I'm sure it'll be fine. It looks cool. What happens when Star Wars mm-hmm. comes out and kicks it in the face, like repeatedly yeah. with uh-huh. lightsabers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing, though, you know, there's there's Star Wars, there's also, there's going to be a Plants vs. Zombies one, there's going to be... What there's already the a Rabbids one. Right, yeah. right, the Rabbids one. There's a, but a they do one. all <clears throat> seem to be aiming at different audiences. Isn't that which great? Which I think is, yeah, I mean, it's it's really smart, like, you know... I mean, obviously, people who play Elder Scrolls games probably have also played World of Warcraft, but they're very different tones. And then Plants vs. Zombies, obviously, is probably actually going to be easy enough for kids to pick up and play, I would imagine. Uh, well, Rabbits, I assume, is for kids. I hope. <laughs> no, I I hope I so. <laughs> if, that's, if that's got, like, well, deep and complex mechanics, I'm going to be so pissed at them. I'm going to be like, guys, <laughs> what did you do? Why? <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, Star Wars is going to have the sort of mass appeal of, of Star Wars. But, you know, Star Wars at that point, I think it's going to, you know, we say Elder Scrolls will probably make its money enough to sort of, you know, uh, survive. Star Wars is obviously going to make a lot. But my question is, is if they're going to uh, unseat Hearthstone. Because, I don't know, Hearthstone, you know, has been out for a long time now Three years. If you include three the years, beta, yeah, years? yeah, I think it's at least yeah. three, maybe even four. I don't remember. Yeah, long time. Yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah, long time. So there are people that are very invested in that game, and by people, I I mean me. So I am <laughs> not likely to switch, even though I love Star Wars. I'm not likely to switch to that unless it's like somehow a wildly better game, because I really only have time for one card game like that. Just I won't have time for the others because I mean use you know in order to play those well you have to learn uh, mm-hmm. all the intricacies you have to learn what each sort of card does and know how to counter it and so I mean it's it's a big investment to take to be good at those games. I think you're selling yourself short. Um, and no, 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 and I and I mean this like I think you're selling yourself short. And part of this is because it, you you only have played one card game, and I'm not, mm. and and I and I mean this is a compliment. I, I think you are selling yourself okay. short because um, a lot of that knowledge and experience about playing a card game like that is transferable mm. from game to game because, mm. um, you know, a lot. And I and I talk about this a lot, and I will be talking about this more on EFG as I talk about card games, etc., Magic and Hearthstone, etc. So like, the idea of right, you know. Um, keeping your opening like some of the fundamentals like do i keep this opening Mm -hmm. hand or do i pitch some of these cards and tempo um the Mm -hmm. philosophy of fire 
Like, you, yeah. which is, uh, if you're not familiar with Magic the Gathering, this is a Magic the Gathering, like, theorist. His name is Eric Flores. He wrote an article a long time ago called The Philosophy of Fire. It's all about dealing damage to your opponent and how that works. And it's very transferable mm-hmm. to other games. Like, I use that in every game that I can um, mm-hmm. because it is, it's all about tempo and controlling the game, etc. The idea of, are you the beatdown or are you the control? Like, you may not think like that, but you're like, all right, I got to... I have to survive versus I need to step on this guy's throat. Those concepts are there in the card games. Mm. And you're just learning card mechanics. But the cool part is there's only so much design space. So you're still going to get your 1-1 Stonehoof boar thing that's got charge. Right. You're going to get a lot of the cards that are straight up analogs. And then you'll see some of the different mechanics. Mm. I think you're selling yourself short. With that said, totally understand the idea you don't have a lot of time. Uh, There's no way I'm playing any of these other games. I'm dialing back my Hearthstone as it is because I've got the WoW thing going on because yeah. it just takes time. These are these are mm-hmm. time sinks. Mm-hmm. Two of them would be doubly so. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, I never consider Hearthstone actually that big of a time sink because the games are pretty short. Like, uh, for the longest time, and even now still, I mean, I, I probably play it a little more than I did, but I would have, like, half an hour sort of to myself well my husband helped Anna get ready for bed and put her to bed and that would be my Hearthstone time and so it was probably three or four games and that was it you know and and I was cool with that I didn't need to keep playing I play a little bit more now because I'm I don't know I'm more into it and if I get on a winning streak I gotta keep going see how long I can (laughs) how long I can hold it and then she's competitive Linda that's what she's saying. Yeah. She's competitive. I know this about her. And it's the opposite. It's like I keep losing. I keep losing. It's like, well, I want to. I want to win one before I quit. So Ugh, I'm the opposite. Yeah. If I keep if I keep losing, I just shut it off and leave. That's why I posted my frustrated <laughs> crap the other day. That I love this game, <laughs> but I hate it. I hate it sometimes. <laughs> I believe everybody probably has a love hate relationship with that game, except for Brian. Yeah. Everybody, because he makes money doing it. um okay yeah so that's elder scrolls so we went through our news here let's see what else we can talk about well we're gonna say we gotta talk about all the sonic um, stuff right right sonic that was not what i was thinking but yes sonic sonic there uh there are gonna be two new games coming next year one of them is supposed to be like this really cool i don't know mysterious something it's actually called project sonic I mean, <laughs> I don't know what that means, <laughs> but they're also um, doing remakes of the of the um, the old school ones, and that's going to be that's called Sonic Mania, and that's coming out next year. Yeah, I think the other one is supposed to be coming out next year too. Holiday, so. yeah, holiday. Um, yes. Here's my predictions: they're both going to be overrated garbage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they haven't had a success in a while, right? With Sonic. Yeah. The last no. game was pretty strange. The last like five or six games have been bad. Yeah. They've, um, yeah. I, I would argue, I, and this is this is shots fired here. I, I would argue they have never made a good Sonic game. No, really, like not even hmm. like the very first one. Nope, I thought that one was garbage. It was good because it was all we had. <sighs> if you were, if you were a Genesis well, kid, you liked it because it was your Mario game. But let's be yeah. honest, come on. Objectively, it was a game about speed where you have to keep stopping because you couldn't just keep pat like you couldn't go forever. 
It was mm. all about speed and all about movement and all about fluidity. And yet, for some reason, it wasn't because you kept having to stop. I don't know how much you had to stop, Stephen, but I could get through <laughs> a lot of those levels just on one big yeah. swoop. That's that's I, I think reasonable. At that time, at that time, it was it was pretty well loved. I know. I remember my son played that and uh, just loved it. But I, he was pretty yeah. pretty little when it came out too. I, I did Maybe not say it was 10. reviled. I didn't say that it was. Yeah. I just said it was garbage. That's all, and that's okay. <laughs> People can like garbage. It's fine. You know, it's not okay. People like McDonald's. <laughs> it's kind of garbage. It's fine it's, as long as it makes people happy. But the reality is, these oh. games are going to be more of the same. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So, do I take it, Nicole, that you like Sonic the Hedgehog? I do like, like a Sonic lot. The, well, I like the the old ones. Like you know. I mean, not like a ton, like it's my favorite game ever, but I played it a lot when I was younger because, because like it was I said, what you had, right? Yeah, it was, it was what I had and I enjoyed it. And even now after having played more Mario and more other stuff, I still really like Sonic, you know, it's different. It's different than every, anything else that's out there. That's fair. And, but, yeah. and I'm glad that it makes you happy. Of course. <laughs> I'm very glad that it makes you happy. Of course you are. <laughs> um. Okay, let's see what else. Uh, so, uh, real quickly, this is pretty cool. So, Life is Strange, which is the episodic game that came out last year, all about teenage life, like real teenage life, not like fake, uh, you know, cheerleader. This, this girl doesn't want to be my friend, so I gotta do something to get better to be my friend. So, not that. Very real. Drugs, alcohol, everything that we know real teenagers do. So, so that's Life is Strange. They're going to be making a live action digital um, series from Legendary Digital Studios. Now, Legendary, you probably have seen their logo before some movies. Mm-hmm. I know I have. I don't remember what movies, but I know that I've seen it <laughs> quite a bit. So they have a digital division that has, you know, they're sort of picking up these types of things. They've already done uh, a film based, uh, based on Dead Rising, uh, which... I watched the trailer for it. it. seemed pretty cool. But yeah, so they've done games before, and it's not surprising that they're doing Life is Strange. It seems like the kind of game that it's just perfect to be adapted to a live-action type thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so there's no no release date yet on that, but, but it's pretty cool that that's happening. And uh, late today, early, just like, I don't know, two hours ago, a uh, new Professor Layton game was announced, which is super cool. I love the Professor Layton games, only this time it's not Professor Layton that's going to be the main character. It's Lady Layton. Hmm. Which is pretty cool. And it's also, um, they're sort of changing the gameplay structure-ish a bit. Like, there's still going to be puzzles and all that kind of stuff, but there's it's going to be really more about um, sort of investigating and solving uh, mysteries and all that kind of stuff. So it sounds super cool. It's coming to Japan in the spring, and then uh, it'll be over here in Europe uh, later in the year. So I, I love those games. I think it looks really adorable. I remembered that you liked it, and that's why I sent you the press release. I didn't, and I, I've never seen that dude send out press releases for level five before. So I thought maybe it was it slipped through your radar. But then I forgot as I hit send. Wait, what am I talking about? Nicole knows everyone, so um, and then I immediately regretted it. But I'm glad that I'm glad that you saw it because I saw this and immediately thought of you. Um, mm. It looks awesome. The character design for Cat Layton um, is 
she's super adorable um mm. you know and she looks badass and mad in the in the some of the stills they showed and she's just yelling at right. ben and stuff i mean i'm i'm gonna play it i like it um yeah, yeah. It's a good way to take. I the, love those games. It's a good way to take the game in a new direction. I mean, how many more times can you see the same dude? I think this is a great way to kind of introduce it, give us a new voice actor, you know, or yeah. actress in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that too. These things they always come out in Japan like way, way, way sooner than they come out here. This which is, is uh, yeah, it's a I bummer. Mean, I know it happens to other games too, but I don't think it's to the extent that it does for these. Like maybe Phoenix Wright does that too um but yeah so so next year look for that and uh let's see where it's oh yeah let's go ahead and move into what we've been playing so wait wait wait, wait, wait. there's another new, there's another wait, news wait, thing wait, i want to talk about i want to talk about a news thing okay. real quick nba 2k17 okay. oh okay the dream team is coming the dream mm. team not only this year's dream team because there's they're stacked. I think they beat China like 127 to like 55 or something the other day. Thanks for coming, China. <laughs> Bye. Um, so, um, but the uh, but also the uh, the original Dream Team with you know oh. the, is going to be available in the game, which I think is super cool. They haven't really detailed many of the game modes that they'll be playing in, so I don't know if they're going to have like an Olympic mode. But I think it makes total sense. They're releasing it in a year with the Summer Olympics. Um, it's a very popular yeah. game. It's very popular internationally. So adding in like an Olympic style, I mean, it's only a rule set and a court, you yeah. know, they could absolutely, I mean, that doesn't, they, they haven't announced it yet, but that'd be really cool, um, to have like the Olympics rosters. Um, very excited about that. Um, people who like basketball, um, if you like basketball and have historically liked basketball, then the original dream team was an iconic moment in american sports and so having that yes. recaptured in this game um i mean we know it's going to be good it's the 2k se- series basketball game i think it's going to be great yeah yeah i didn't realize it was the original dream team i mean you know believe it or not i actually liked and paid attention to professional basketball back when i was i don't know 12 or 13 so yeah i mean that was that was that, that was, was such a day. big deal. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. Finally was letting pros. <laughs> finally getting pros now. Yes. Um, finally letting them compete in the Olympics. Yeah. Wow. My my dad still complains about it. He <laughs> he thinks that professionals should not be allowed to play in the Olympics. It should all be amateurs. And I'm like, Dad, shut up. Too late. <laughs> Just, just shut up. Um, I, I mean, I'd rather professionals than dopers. So we we kind of we yes. take what we can get, I guess. Um, yeah. And I mean, some of the stuff these guys put together is just absolutely absurd, and it's increased the level of play the world over because of it. Because the, I right. mean, that dream team was in Barcelona, Spain, and there mm. are Spanish NBA players who remembered seeing the dream team when they were kids come to Barcelona and were like, yeah. I want to do that. And so then they went and did it and now they play in the NBA. So it's, mm. I mean, there's not a million of them, but it's still, yeah. so that's a, a pivotal moment, especially in fans who buy this game year after year. Um, right. This is going to be a really neat addition, even if it's a one-off thing, it's not a huge, mm-hmm. ba- you know, it's not like the story mode last year or anything like that. I think it's going to make right. a big difference to those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, and even some people who like maybe buy it every other year or whatnot, this is going to make it a year that 
that people will want to buy it. Sure. Th- yeah. There's a certain they, subset. They don't do that every year. Thing. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a certain subset yeah. where this might be it for them and be like, all right, I'm going to buy this one and just chill with it for a couple of years. These are, yeah. if ever there was a basketball game, like this is one you can do that. Yeah. I can't wait to play it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you brought that up. I saw NBA 2K16. I said something about something in the headline. I saw Polycon and I'm like, Basketball, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, bleh, did you see the uh, PlayStation <laughs> Plus games this week or this month? I I just wrote a story on the PlayStation Plus games, and I don't know any of them. That, that's I've the never point. heard of any of them. That's the point. But how about them <laughs> Xbox One games? Woo, baby! I, I haven't looked at that oh, one yet. Man. What's how the big one? Just the Xbox 360 ones are worth it, because it's Spelunky and Beyond Good and Evil HD. Those two by themselves oh, wow. are better then the other thing, I'm actually going to put up a thing on my own site. It's going to be a big part of my evening news update tonight. Seriously, folks, Beyond Good and Evil HD is the truth. Play this game. The original <laughs> one was amazing. HD is even better. Have you? Ever, have either of you played Beyond Good and Evil? I haven't. Oh, I have like man. wanted to play it for like forever. And it's just, you know, it's just one of those things that sort of fell off the list. You know what I'm saying? Well, now like, that it is free. I really wanted to play now that yeah, it's free. I know. Now it's free. Now that it's free. Yeah. Strong, <laughs> strong female lead. There's yeah. a pig with a gun. That's a 360 one. That's a 360 one. It right? is a 361. You know what? I honestly don't know the Xbox One games. I don't know that they're that amazing. Um, yeah. But let me look. Well, I just I I don't know if that's a if that's a backward compatible. Oh, all game, everything 360. Thing. Everything that oh, is, is now. Every they've said they announced that I think. Couple months ago, moving forward, everything that is 360 will be backwards compatible. That's like how they're announcing certain backwards compatible games is by putting cool. them on that. So, no, absolutely, get that you'll be able to play that on your Xbox One. Yes, very cool, very very cool. Um, so yeah, so like I said, I've been playing um, playing Hearthstone. Playing a, I haven't played a ton of it um, this past week, but I need to get in there because the season is ending soon. And would like to be as high rank as possible at that point because you, now it makes sense to compete and get a high rank because you actually get stuff for it now. Um, and uh, what else? So my friend introduced me to this game called Puzzle and Dragons. It's free to play mobile game. Oh boy, basically Puzzle <laughs> Quest. I mean Puzzle Quest. You know Puzzle Quest, right, Stephen? Of course, I know Puzzle Quest. Oh, and I know I know Puzzles yeah, right. and Dragons too. I got so addicted, I lost a month. <laughs> I had to delete it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it is it's it's very cool. It's, you know, basically like Puzzle Quest. If you play Puzzle Quest, that was a DS game. Came out in geez, I don't know, like two thousand and eight, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. And it was sort of just like a, a breakout <laughs> a breakout hit that nobody expected uh for it to be uh, do as well as it did and it's uh it's a i mean it's a match 3 game but it's got a ton of strategy involved and sort of elemental attacks and you know you match up certain colors which uh powers up certain of your creatures that do more attacks and you know it's just it's it's super cool it's really deep um and yeah my friend has been telling me about it for like 6 months she keeps telling me that i need to try it and i keep forgetting like, I'm not purposefully not playing it. I just keep forgetting. <laughs> and uh, and so I remembered this time. And I started playing it. And it's really good. And I played some more Plants vs. Zombies. Garden Warfare 2. I'm getting close to uh, leveling my Vampire Sunflower all the way up. All right. So, yeah. So, that's me. 
Linda, how about you? Uh, I I played some Pokemon Go and I played oh. I played Never Alone on my phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's out on it's out on mobile now. It's on my Android. Yeah, oh, I download okay. it's be- it's beautiful. I, I it find is. the controls a uh, little difficult because I think yeah. I I don't think there's any way to not use two fingers or your thumb and a finger or something to play this. Right, right. And yeah, it gets, it gets a little. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, hard. Yeah, for me, I'm trying to. But- yeah, I guess I think you're right. It's been a while since I played it, but I didn't. I don't think it would lend itself very well um, to touch controls. Um, yeah. I, I think but that's Pokemon an Go, I've been playing too. I just and I forgot that I wanted to talk about this. So yesterday, uh, there there's a Pokestop right at a park that is really really close to my house, and it's a quiet park. It's not a public park. It's supposed to be like a private park for uh, community development. And so there's like nobody there. So Anne and I just walked down and sat there, put a lure on the thing, and uh, I don't remember what this Pokemon is called, but it is the evolved version of a bell sprout showed up there uh-huh. and oh my god i wasted so many balls trying to catch that thing <laughs> it was driving me nuts i caught it and it bounced back out of the ball four times oh and no then i i, I just couldn't that. do it at all i w- i ended up just not just quitting just running i'm like i can't do this yeah. it was so annoying though because it had really really high cp it was like 500 cp did, i'm like oh my god that'd be awesome did but, you use a yeah, berry no yes i used right. four berries every time it popped out of the ball i used to berry. all right yeah. do you have the blue balls yet i do and i tried one of those i've well, been trying that- you know to to save those for the uh you know for the good ones i guess i should have i should have used more of those i just uh, got i don't know it was just very frustrating to me i hate it's it like when that Anna, happens Anna would come over and she's like, oh, hey, look at that guy. That's cool. And then he, she like went and climbed on the, the play structure, went down the slide a few times and came back over. She's like, oh, what'd you catch now? And I'm like, I haven't caught anything. I'm still trying to catch this guy. <laughs> and that happened like four times. <laughs> she would go play and come back and then go play and come back. And I was still trying to do the same thing. And uh, wow. it's really annoying. I wasted a lot of balls. <laughs> did, did I tell you guys about my Pokemon Go meetup? No. Oh, you said that you were going to one. Yeah. How did that go? I, my son and I went down to Belltown to a bar at Happy Hour, mm. and it was filled with Pokemon Go people. And nice. there were lures all around. And the guy who organized the meetup was so cute. He kept coming around <laughs> and telling us. At one point, he came over. He was so excited because the, what is the dinosaur Pokemon? There's one that's mm. sort of like a dinosaur. I can't remember what it's called. Sure. But it had dinosaur appeared. Mon. And he... Arctur, uh, Arc, are, you, are you being serious? No, he not isn't. at all. No. I, absolutely not. I'm just saying we can just... We'll just pretend like He's we know it and move me. on. Because I want to... I'll look yeah. it up. Okay. I'll look it up. Anyway, it was it was it was a cool one and yeah. he wanted to make sure that we knew it and he made me like run down the street with my phone to try to get it because you know, <laughs> it wasn't showing up on my phone. Right. Uh, it was hilarious. I had a good time. It was fun. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. they're nice people. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. went to um there's a park that Anna and I went to over the weekend too, um, which I knew was gonna be good because it has tons of ingress portals in it. So I'm like, this is going to have tons of Pokemon stuff in it. <laughs> to add all this Ingress stuff. Um, 
And yeah, so it was funny because we were, I was like sitting on the bench and it was playing, like we were going around to the different, there's like six Pokestops in this park and it's not that big of a park. And, uh, and you know, just, just overheard people like these two girls like walking by and they're like, yeah, man. And I hate it when that happens on the first throw. And I'm like, I, I think they're playing Pokemon. <laughs> and then a blur plop, plop popped up on one of the other Pokestops and we went over there. And then as we were leaving to go to the car, I saw like four guys sitting on the bench with their phones up. And I'm like, do you guys place the lure? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, thanks. thanks. Yeah. You're awesome. It's fun. The whole yeah. community aspect is very fun, I think. Yeah. 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 All right. Steven, how about you? So before I talk about WoW a little bit more, um, I did play Tumblestone, which was one of the oh. free games on Xbox oh. One. Um, have you? Have either of you played Tumblestone? I haven't. Yo, you I've should. Heard lots of good things about Yo, it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So Linda, you need to play Tumblestone with three of your kids. That is your homework. Okay. It's available on literally everything. Two kids. She only has but I'll two go kids. Out. Go I'll steal go out and somebody. find another kid somewhere. <laughs> I thought yeah. just just go okay. kidnap somebody. I, we'll thought do. You, I thought you had more. That's fine. <laughs> I don't really know. That's fine. Steal somebody else's. You can borrow mine. I'm sure. You can, yeah, I'll do it. It's you can easy. Get I can find them. They're everywhere. Yeah. I'll get Natalie. Get, yeah, yeah. I'll get Natalie. One of them has to have a friend. I mean, yeah, I'm no, sure your kids they, have. They eight, do. Believe but, me. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, too so many. grab one of them, <laughs> play four-player. And I'm always feeding them. Wow. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, so you guys got to play four-player. That doesn't stop after the teenage years? No. <laughs> Probably not. Um, so you got to play four-player, um, and I want you to report back and tell me how you liked it. Um, but you got to do it before the end of this month, before because it's not free. Because it, it's on the Xbox One right now for free. Okay. So, I better get... Get some more controllers, huh? Um, oh, well, I mean, but it's on the Wii U also. It's just not free there, so you can download it, and I'm sure you have enough Wiimotes. Um, it is so good. Okay. And, Nicole, you need to play against Isaac, and I want to see whether you guys are still married afterwards. Um, <laughs> oh, so, wow. Man, this game is so <laughs> good. It is so, it is so brutally fast once you get going. So... The basic gist of Tumblestone, I've actually played this game at every PAX that I've gone to. Like, I've seen it kind of grow up like a little baby. Um, and so now it's mm. like, you know, like a grown, strong, like bull, um, pro athlete. And man, it is, uh, it is easily the best puzzle game to come out this year. Um, it is, so the idea is there's an array of blocks that are, kind of put into a rectangular playing field above you and you play a little mm. character moving across the bottom and you shoot a little laser up and you blow up a block. What you have to do is blow up three blocks of the same color consecutively. They don't have to be touching mm. each other. You just need to hit them. The key is the order in which you blow things up can trick you up so that there there are no matches. So you have to start over. So, when you're playing multiplayer, eventually, if you can't see a match, maybe because you can't figure it out, you have to restart, which is easy, uh. but if you restart, that means you have to restart. So sometimes you may not have an obvious go. Maybe you aren't actually stuck, but it's not obvious, and you restart anyway because you just need to keep moving. Um, it is mm. brutally fast. Um, it is adorable. I mean, there's the story mode, but the story mode is irrelevant. Um, it is, I, I think it's gonna be like $15 at the end of this month. I still think it's worth every penny. 
It's on Steam, PS4, Xbox One, Wii U. I'm sure it's going to be on the older consoles, too. This thing is super cool. The team that made it is a bunch of nice, you know, college guys that are just really excited. Um, I did my demo at PAX East this year, and a dude was just eating a sandwich with me. And just like... (laughs) Just like shoving his face because I came in early and they were like, yeah, we'll fit you in. Let's just do it. And they sat me down at this little console and he's like shoving his, he's like shaking. He hasn't eaten all day. And he's like, uh, and I'm just playing the game. <laughs> um, and it was the best. I mean, it was the best because it's just, they're just a bunch of f- friends making this game. It's light. It's colorful. I'm going to have a review mm-hmm. up on Tuesday, um, on, uh, engaged family gaming, um, high marks from me. Cool. Well, that sounds cool. Yeah. Oh, man, it's great. It's great. I think everybody should have it in their library just for multiplayer. Um, And so World of Warcraft, um, to touch on it briefly again, I know I talked about the coming home thing, making a bunch of changes. Um, One thing that I find really interesting, having come back after seven years, um, number one, I've been, I like... Was I'm in my old guild again, and some of those people are still there. Um, and so it's interesting <laughs> wow. being, which is crazy, because um, many of them are like, I thought your wife was going to divorce you if you were playing WoW again, so are you still married? That kind of stuff. Um, I have to assure everyone, this is a wife-approved Warcraft project, um, but I'm just saying it. Um, but it it's, looks the same, but there have been enough graphical upgrades. It just it looks prettier, and I don't know why. Maybe it's sound. Maybe I'm just paying more attention. I don't know. Again, if you are lapsed, go home for a little bit. Give it a shot. Um, and it plays completely different because I keep there are people flying around in Ironforge. I didn't know you could fly in there. So I saw like a robot fly. Like I got buzzed by a flying robot, and I was like, "What is going on here?" And <laughs> I feel like a crazy person. Anyway, wow. Yeah, it's it's very different. Cool. Yeah. That'd be good to fly in Iron Forge. I was always getting lost in that place. <laughs> uh, it's just a big okay, circle. Uh, it's a big circle? Is that what she said? Yeah, it is, yeah, t- it is a know. big circle. I can understand getting lost. I, I can see it, but it is at the end of the day just a big circle. Yeah. All okay. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send those to hello at Pixelkin.org. Linda and I work for Pixelkin. Pixelkin is a site for gamers with kids, which means if you're part of the Atari generation like I am, (laughs) you might have kids now, or probably do have kids now, honestly. (laughs) Uh, So our site is for you, because we're going to talk about all the games that that you want to play after your kids go to bed and help you figure out kids' games for your kids, which might be something that you didn't pay attention to as you were growing up as a gamer. I know that that was an issue for me, especially the world of like preschool apps is amazing. It's intimidating. <laughs> I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. Amazing and not, yeah, it's intimidating. So yeah, so we try to break that stuff down for you too. Um, so you can find us on Facebook, Simply Pixelkin. You can find us on Twitter at Pixelkin underscore org. Steven, as mentioned, is editor and founder of Engage Family Gaming. Steven, where on the internet can we find you? Well, first off, this is not the only place you can hear my voice. If you listen to this podcast and for some unknown reason you decide, man, I want to hear more of that guy. Well, I got an answer for you. You can go over to iTunes or Google Play and find, uh, and I think on Stitcher too, pretty sure, uh, and search for Engage, a family gaming podcast. You'll find myself, my wife. There's even an episode of Nicole on there. Um, And the uh, so there's that. You can also find our Facebook page. That is 
Engage Family Gaming. You can find us on Twitter at EF Gaming. You can also join our online community, which is growing by the day-ish and has content from both of our sites on occasion. Um, that is, you can go there right now by going to engagefamilygaming.com slash community. That's the easy way. You get on in there, you join it, we'll approve you, and you get to talk about all sorts of nerdy parenting slash gaming things, and it's all kinds of fun. Um, and look out 9 o'clock on my Facebook page, 9 o'clock Eastern every night for the EFG Evening News Update. Tonight I'm going to be talking a lot about NX. I, I'm so Great. surprised. <laughs> yeah, wow. and and I'm saying I'm speaking that now, so you can understand that I'm being sarcastic, oh. which apparently does not come across. <laughs> no, I just I'm just super On sensitive. Facebook. I'm a delicate. Oh yeah, I'm a delicate flower though. I'm a delicate flower, so like I just assume that you're that you hate me, just like you hate Nintendo, but maybe not as much as you Don't. hate Nintendo. Oh no, I found a way to work uh, it I can't in. Make it, I- I can't mm. make up the title two weeks in every a row. Every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, every week. I know. That's right. It's probably going to happen every week. Am I going to have to like <laughs> filter out Nintendo stories and be like, we're not talking about Nintendo this week? Anyhow. That's going to be <laughs> so, really then hard. really for think the next, we hate it. That's going to be really hard for the next year. Considering we can't yes. talk about Xbox stuff all the time. And we can't talk about... <laughs> so we're basically going to be another PlayStation podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Yeah. No. No, that wouldn't be interesting at all. (laughs) All right, uh, so that's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back with you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.